Hello, and welcome to Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan. Glad to be here. Glad to have you there. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please share it with all your friends. This episode, Sports Takes. Trey Blossman will join me, and we'll have plenty of hot takes on March Madness. Lots to talk about as they head into the Sweet 16 and the Elite 8. Trey's got some thoughts and observations on the NBA about three weeks left in the regular season, and it's playoff time in the NBA. We'll talk a little bit about Kim Mulkey and the LSU basketball team. And, of course, we'll hit on LSU spring football briefly, the XFL, and a few other tidbits near the end of this episode of Sports takes all a part of talking sports with tk hey please connect with me on social media i'm happy to do that tommy chrysan k-r-y-s-a-n facebook instagram twitter youtube channel search for tommy chrysan and if you do the tiktok thing i am the oldest dude on tiktok just search for talking sports with tk all right we'll be back and joined by trey blossman it is time for sports takes our episode here on Talking Sports with TK. I'm Tommy Chrysan. Stay tuned. Two. We continue with Talking Sports with TK. Again, I'm Tommy Chrysan. About to be joined by Trey Blossman for this week's episode of Sports Takes. Available through Talking Sports with TK on all your major podcast platforms and many other places. Over 20 different platforms you can hear Talking Sports with TK. Tell all your friends about it and share it. Trey Blossman, good afternoon. How are you? I'm doing fine, Tommy. All right, that's doing good fine. to know. March Madness yeah. is in full swing. They roll it into Sweet 16, which starts this coming Thursday and Friday. And uh, madness is one way to describe what we have seen so far in the first and second round. Your thoughts? Well, it, it, it was a crazy four days, Tommy, and it's all a blur to me. I, I don't remember which game was which night, but I had two TVs on the whole time, switching channels and watching as much of all the games as I could. And, you know, the NCAA couldn't have scripted a better storyline for this you, you get some fdu Fairleigh dickinson over uh purdue then they lost to fau who i think is a really good team uh Fairleigh dickinson didn't even win their conference tommy they they uh came in second but mary mack who won it was ineligible to play in the tournament because they were in their first year in division one after moving up so that team shouldn't even have been there yet they beat a one seed in the first round. Just amazing. Princeton looked super over the weekend. How do you figure an Ivy League team beats the likes of Arizona and Missouri? I mean, go figure that. That's a team that doesn't even have scholarship players. And Furman beats North uh, beats University of Virginia, UVA, in a one-point thriller. Uh, I mean, we always get some upsets, Tommy, but I don't know that we've had three like that. Yeah, and there have been some highly seeded teams that have went down, you know, uh, to say the very least. Now, here's some thoughts on my bracket. Now, I'm one of these one-bracket dudes. I don't fill out 12 brackets, and then one of them starts looking a little good, and I start bragging about it. I do one bracket, okay? My bracket, There's a, the good news is the team, four teams I picked to reach the Final Four in Houston, Texas, are all still playing. 
other than that, my bracket is total garbage. So I guess it could end <laughs> up being good if three or all four of my final four teams, which I'll give it out. It's Alabama out of the South, Tennessee out of the East, UCLA out of the West, Houston out of the Midwest. If all four of them make it to the final four, then my bracket will be a little bit more sporty. But other than that, it's uh, worthy of the garbage can. Well, Tommy, of the 16 teams going to the round of 16, the Sweet 16, I only had 10 of them. And I watch a hell of a lot of basketball. Uh, <laughs> well, it just was, like we, it was just hard, hard to figure. And that, look, that's straight up. That's not point spread. I mean, obviously they all had to win two games to get there. But, again, out of the 16 teams I thought would be in the round of 16, only 10 made it. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting, of course, this Thursday and Friday, the Sweet 16, and move on to the Elite Eight on uh, Friday and Sunday, uh, Saturday and Sunday. So it's going to be exciting as they'll try to punch their ticket for the Final Four, which this year is in Houston, Texas at NRG Stadium. There'll be 60,000-plus watching that. Uh, so we'll we'll see how it goes going forward. But, you know, every year we know there's going to be an upset. There's going to be a buzzer beater. There's going to be a shocker. There's going to be some games to go the way you kind of think they're going to go. But you never know which regional or which direction they're going to come from. And that lends it to the term of March Madness. Well, you know, I've talked about the upset. There were some really thrilling games, Tommy. Uh, FAU Memphis, FAU gets a one-point win there. Arizona State and TCU, TCU comes from way behind to win by two, 72 to 70. The Arkansas-Kansas game was great. Arkansas had to come back several times to get a one-point win there. Uh, Both of the Gonzaga games this weekend are good. They won them both, but they won them both by three points uh, against TCU, 84-81. Last night, they battled from 10 points down to take a 10-point lead. The line was four and a half, Tommy. Did you see the ending of the game? I heard it was a bad beat. Oh, talking about a bad beat. Gonzaga's up by six with like two-point-something seconds left, and they throw the ball inbounds to about half court. A guy takes a dribble and shoots about a 40-foot three-pointer at the buzzer to beat the spread. That's brutal. That's brutal if you played Gonzaga. Yeah, if you played the other team, no, you're doing a cartwheel down the middle of the street. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I, I'll say this: I have Alabama winning it all against UCLA in the final game on that Monday night in Houston. Now, this morning, you know, I bet Alabama to win the title plus three fifty. Uh, you know, on the futures bet, it was plus four fifty before the tournament started, and I. I thought about it, and I said, no, well, now that they've won a couple of games and the other chalk in their south region is gone, I, put, I locked it in today at plus 350 for Alabama to win it all. Plus 350, that's pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's not yeah. about 100 bucks. It would give me 350. Alabama did look really good over the weekend. Tommy, you keep saying you got all four of your final four teams in. I just looked. And I, I could get two to the final four. I can't get four. <laughs> well, I could get four. So even even a blind squirrel finds an acorn some days. But uh, <laughs> but anyway, so, hey, it'll be a fun March Madness uh, this coming up weekend with Sweet 16 and Elite 8 action. We're visiting with Trey Blossman this uh, episode of Sports Takes. We want you to share with all your friends as Talking Sports with TK is available on all 
your major platforms and many other platforms as well. Trey, let's talk some NBA. About three weeks, roughly, remaining in the regular season, and then it's playoff time. Want your thoughts and observations on the NBA? Well, Tommy, I think most all of the teams have 10 to 12 games left. It's going to be a real crapshoot in the West, man. If you're if you're a fan of some teams in the West, it changes almost every day. But looking at this right now, between Dallas in the sixth spot and New Orleans in the twelfth spot, you have a two-game difference. Wow! Uh, you know that's seven teams within two games fighting for four playoff berths. Yeah, with roughly twelve games remaining, I mean anything could happen. I mean somebody gets Any, hot, anything somebody happens. Somebody goes yeah, you're not cold. Gonna, and... You're not going to you're not going to make up four games in the last twelve games, but you can sure make up two. So it's going right. to be really interesting. You know, everybody knows I follow Golden State. They were fifth before dropping a couple of games over the weekend. They're down to seventh now, which puts them hosting a playoff game. You know, a elimination game in the first round. Uh, Oklahoma City, who a lot of people thought. We're going to tank this year to get another great draft pick, the first-round pick last year, I think the second pick of the draft. Chet Holmgren's been out all year. He got hurt in training camp. And, you know, they're looking to add another really good uh, lottery pick there to a team that sits today, uh, Tommy, amazingly at 35 and 36 in eighth spot. That was a team people thought was going to tank the season. Man, so, so kudos for that. Kudos for that young team for balling out, man. That they have a bunch of young players on that team, and they're only going to get better. Like I thought the Pelicans were, but the Pelicans are just poisoned right now. Yeah, they just can't seem to get it going, and of course Zion, Zion, you know, out of the lineup for who knows how much longer, and. Uh, that's just just a crazy situation in New Orleans with the Pelicans. So, hey, they, Trey, look, they had a, they had a chance this weekend to beat Houston twice. They lost to them. No, they didn't. They split. They should have won them both, though. You know, yeah. I mean, Houston. Houston's not trying to beat anybody. <laughs> <laughs> so, going to be an interesting uh, couple of weeks, and then of course it'll be playoff time in the NBA. Trey, a couple of other things real quick. Kim Mulkey's LSU Tigers basketball team advances. They'll play Utah Friday in Greenville, South Carolina, as they took care of business against Hawaii and Michigan at home. Uh, don't count out Kim Mulkey, although Utah's a very good team. It'll be a tough challenge this coming weekend. LSU spring football, kind of a fractured schedule based on school and whatnot. Not getting a lot out of spring practice. We do know Jaden Daniels is the number one quarterback going in. Garrett Nussmeyer closely behind. But haven't got a lot. I think next week we'll get a little more info from Brian Kelly and LSU football. And, of course, Major League Baseball, we are 10 days away from the season beginning. And I'm excited about that. Trey, have you been able to get into the World Baseball Classic? No, I haven't, Tommy, because they played at a really bad time. Put it up well, and here's the other thing. You know, guy, it's not true baseball. You can't pitch guys back-to-back days. It's pitch counts on the starters because, you know, obviously you don't want to have players hurt if you're a team owner or a team franchise. And, of course, Diaz of the Mets is out for the year. Altuve breaks his thumb for the Astros out at least a couple of months, if not more. You know, and I know you can get hurt at practice. You can get hurt at spring training. But I just can't. Some people are way into this World Baseball Classic, and USA will play for the championship Tuesday night, tomorrow night, against the winner of 
Monday night's Japan and Mexico game. But I've watched some here and there, in or two or three. I can't get into it because it's nothing but exhibition baseball. And uh, USA is the defending champ. They hadn't played since 2017. Looks like they'll win it again. We'll know that Tuesday night. Trey Blossman, do you have any other final comments on this episode of Sports Takes? Well, well, Tommy, when I could have been watching the baseball classic, I was watching XFL if I wasn't watching basketball. So, you know, uh, my closing comment is expect more weirdness coming up starting Thursday night in the tournament. Yeah, we'll see. That'll be fun to talk about next week when all the Final Four tickets will be punched. Trey Blossman, have a good day. Thank you, Tommy.